We are going to talk about synthetic aromas with Camille, Manon, and Elise Noel. A natural flavor is an aromatic substance that is extracted from nature and then processed in order to be more concentrated. Conversely, synthetic aroma is a product of chemical synthesis. It can also be called synthetic flavor. It is produced entirely from flavoring molecules. The artificial flavor can copy a natural taste or create a new taste which does not exist in nature. I'm going to talk about the harmful effect of aromas in perfumes and beauty products. But we find aroma in many other products. We will talk about it later. The synthetic flavor found in many products are widely used, but are not they dangerous for hair? Indeed, Lawrence Zanori's articles date May 23, 2019, entitled Why Smelling Good Could Comes with a Cost to Health, explain the various harmful effects of synthetic flavor. First of all, according to this article, 4,000 chemicals are used to perfume our products. Moreover, a single perfume can contain 50 to 300 distinct chemicals, and we are absolutely not warned. No authority regulates the safety of scent chemicals, says Janet Nudelman, policy director of Breast Cancer Prevention Partners and co-founder of the campaign for safe cosmetics. The ingredient list of many products include the word perfume, which actually hides chemicals. Indeed, according to Ms. Nudelman, many chemicals of concern are concealed under a world perfume. Alexandra's concern also says that some security tests are poorly established. Furthermore, women are more exposed to artificial flavor, especially because of the beauty products absorbed by the skin. They are also exposed to differences between racial lines. Black women and children were found to have higher level of endocrine disruption chemicals, which could be linked to exposure to toxic chemicals in hair products. The problem is this synthetic flavors are the cause of several health problems, including chronic health problems, migraines, Synthetic musk have been found in human tissue and breast milk. We also observe respiratory problems, asthma, endocrine system disturbance, reproductive effects, cancer, and other disease. It has therefore been proven that perfumes containing artificial flavor cause damage to health, following studies carried out on animals. Alexandra Scanton, Director of Science and Research for Women's Voice for the Health, wonders how people who use a lot of stains products more prone to concern than those who don't. Research is still being carried out, although it has already been proven, for example, that the use of chemical deodorants increases the risk of breast cancer in, human, in women. To counter 
All this, the manufacturers should report any dangerous chemicals used to flavor or perfume personal care and cosmetics products. As well, has to try to avoid chemicals based on perfume, even if they are very hard actually in our world. For the second article, I have chosen to present you an article with results from an experiment carried out in the laboratory. The problem of this article is how can men tell the difference between natural aroma and an artificial aroma? To answer, the three scientists carries out different experiments, which I will tell you about later. After the experiment, they create a survey to find out if the population could know the smell of a synthetic aroma of different food. In all cases, the population has succeeded in recognizing the aroma of the food. This article is very long, so to respect the instruction, I decided to concentrate, concentrate uh, on a small part concerning only synthetic aromas. I will present you about an article written by Jessie Jeremy in collaboration with Mrs. Lowe and Mrs. Herwood. This article is an experience report on the, on the different aroma, especially synthetic aroma. This article introduces the presentation of aroma recovery and extraction techniques like evaporation, aroma extraction, then inert gas internment, and finally solvent extraction. It is a substance from the chemical industry that does not exist in nature. At first, the origin of aroma, it highlights, indeed, it all began 4,000 years ago, Jesuit in Asia. For the little anecdote, the story tells a man collect paper to improve your meal. More etymology of the word aroma comes from the Greek, which designates all aroma and aromatic blends. To give an objective opinion of this first part, I will say that this article traces the origin, history, and steps necessary to obtain an aroma. So, the context is well defined with allows to contextualize the subject. In a second part, the text, the text tells us that we found aromas in synthetic substance 
set uh, its drugs from example paracetamol or aspirin made by chemical synthesis but what is the goal of aromas according to the text the goal is to have the same olfactory and gustatory sense by comparing to natural products. This objective is in most cases well achieved, but there are a negative point. In fact, the toxicity of the chemical complexes of aroma worries consumers. To illustrate this negative aspect, two authors have given figures. Of the 400 artificial compounds, only 14 are authorized on European territory because the aromas are considered bad for the health. This article has a critical meaning which makes it interesting. By comparing Liz's article with mine, I realized that toxicity was not only present in drugs, but also in perfume and cosmetic. To conclude, our articles are complementary. Elise will present you the following article, which introduces him to another notion. Extracts from Fast Food Nation, What the All-American Meal is Doing to the World by Eric Sclosser in April 2001. The previous text showed an example of the use of additives in Europe, while my text mentions other examples such, such as the consumption of the American population and the presence of these flavors in fast food. My extract also mentions the presence of these additives in products other than food as in the first text. But in mind, the risks the risk uh, of these additives are not directly stated. We just know that the list of ingredients of an additive is very long and that those are chemicals, not without risks, but it's remains relatively secret compared to other articles. These extracts highlight the extreme use of additives in the daily diet of the American population, especially in fast food. Fast food is very popular in Western countries and especially in America because it is good, cheap and therefore accessible to majority. Despite the fact that this diet is known to not not to be good for health, people do not lend a real interest to know why it is bad. First example, in the French fries of McDonald's, before 1990, McDonald's used 7% of vegetable oil and 93% of beef tallow to fries. But the quantity of cholesterol was a really big deal despite the wonderful flavor of these fries. So in 1990, McDonald's decided to use only vegetable oils, but to conserve the meaty taste, the fast food used something else, 
a natural flavor. These things present is a present is present in a lot of industrial products with the name of natural flavor or artificial flavor, but there is approximately no difference. Those are additives made made to give a specific and delicious taste to the product. About 90% of the money of the money that Americans spend on food is for buying industrial food with these additives. There are fast food products that have become very popular in the world, but the companies that are responsible for the taste of the products are not known to the general public. The flavor industry is secretive along with the companies who used uh, these flavors because people could be disappointed by these brands. There is a mystery about the transformation of product, but in this case, people buy it anyway. The biggest company of flavors is the International Flavors and Fragrances based in Dayton. For example, there is a laboratory for the flavor of crispies, breads, breakfast cereals, ice cream, biscuits, mouthwashes, toothpastes. This company also makes flavors for drinks such as soft drinks, uh, bottle teas, or sports drinks. In addition, IFF is the creator of different smells in perfume like, like uh, Lancome's Trezor or Calvin Klein's Eternity. It also makes the smell of shampoo detergent and floor wax. The science used to create flavor in food is the same science to create the scent of cream or soap. The process is the manipulation of volatile chemicals to create a particular smell. Because the smell can influence the flavor of food as 90%. The link between the aroma and memory is used by the fast food industry People want to eat um, fast food because that food remembers them good memories and uh, the fast food becomes a comfort food. The concentration of the additives is really high, so in a product we need a little portion of those. That is the reason why they are the, at the end of the ingredients list and seems insignificant. And the price of product with aroma is not expensive because the quantity is very low. Some additives are used to, for the coloration uh, of the product in fast food. The color of chicken, bread, biscuits, drinks are in general artificial because it is more attractive and seems to taste better for the consumer. The Food and Drug Administration permits the company to only say the presence of additives, but not the composition of those. The composition of these additives is very long, despite the fact that a single compound generally allows to have a dominant taste salt. The possibility of creating aromas are almost unlimited, then, thanks to the weakness of reactions and chemicals. These aromas can, however, be harmful to health 
if they are consumed in too large quantity over the long term because they remain chemicals. I will present you the article Creators defend vanilla flavor made using synthetic biology. In this article, we are not interested in a classic synthetic variety of vanillin, but in a new alternative, the synthetic biology created by Evolva, the Symbio vanillin. Can the vanilla flavor from synthetic biology be considered a synthetic flavor? And is it really revolutionary? And what is the difference between synthetic vanilla, symbio vanillin, and natural vanillin? First of all, we are told roughly how natural vanilla extract is made. It is dried, sometimes even oxidized. This is very different from the vanilla extract from synthetic biology because in this case they modify the DNA of the yeast and by a fermentation process force it to synthesize vanillin. It is therefore a synthetic aroma. In addition, also Evolva hopes that this vanillin will slip through the food chains as natural vanilla. This product will never be marketed as natural vanilla because it is in no way a natural aroma but a synthetic aroma. This new technology gives rise to divergent opinion whether from farmers or environmental organization. The Environmental Organization Friends of the Earth FOE calls Symbio vanillin an extreme form of genetic engineering. But that's not all. An activist from FOE questions the sustainability of this technology for it's necessary that safety assessments are put in place to ensure the absence of long-term impact. Peirce says the potential impact of some biotechnology will not only be felt by consumers, but also by rural communities and small farmers whose livelihood depend on traditional vanilla production. Symbio-organisms use sugar as a raw material. Not only does the sugar industry consume a lot of water, but it removes land that would otherwise be used for food production. So finally, this technique, despite the fact that it is innovative, remains controversial. There are nevertheless advantages to the symbiovanillin. The price. Because the price on vanilla increases, food producers are turning their backs on naturally extracted vanillin and are looking elsewhere for cheaper options, which is where Evolva comes in. But it should be noted that the taste of the symbiovanillin is clearly inferior to the taste of the naturally extracted vanillin. That is why farmers will continue to produce this tasty vanilla and some people and producers will be willing to buy it, knowing that it comes from an ethical supply chain. Finally, this new form of natural aroma, despite its attractive price, poses some problems. Whether 
in terms of the quality of the taste, the environmental impact, or the potential consequences to come still poorly now on the body. That is why we should not neglect the natural flavor of vanillin and can be sure of improvements to reduce the cost of production. Synthetic flavorings, at present, will not remplace natural flavorings, even if new technologies are created to try to bring this closer at best. To conclude, synthetic flavors are readily used in the food industry, fast food, but also in perfumes and chemicals in Europe and America. We need to consume them with moderation because they remain chemicals that can be toxic. Research is being down to create new flavors with techniques other than chemical techniques.